The New York Islanders just played their best game of the season. We'll tell you why and how, all on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman. Blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson. Marcel with the open net and he scores. Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. We have got a lot to get to on today's show and a lot of good news, I must say. But first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free uh, to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at Ice Wars, NYR vs. NYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So make sure you join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. Islanders 6, Tampa Bay Lightning 2. And I have to say, this was, in my mind, the best all-around performance that the New York Islanders had all season. And I'm going to focus first on one statistic in particular. In this game against a Tampa Bay Lightning team that has Nikita Kucherev, Kucherov, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman. This is a team with the number one power play in the National Hockey League. This team was limited to 20 shots on goal in the entire game. And through 40 minutes, 10 shots on goal by the Tampa Bay Lightning. 10 in 40 minutes. Not only that, but out of the two goals that the Islanders led up, the first one, which was credited to Nikita Kucherov, not the fault of Ilya Sorokin, deflected in off uh, an Islanders defenseman in front. 
Can't blame the goaltender for that one. And the other one was on the power play by Brandon Hagel on a play where the defense had a breakdown. Alexander Romanov kind of caught. J.G. Pajot, I believe it was, didn't catch up. But again, over the course of 60 minutes, there are going to be the occasional bad bounce. There's going to be the occasional breakdown. But the beautiful thing is that as a team, the New York Islanders played solid, consistent, positionally sound, smart defense. They kept a very dangerous lightning team on the perimeter whenever they got into the Islanders' zone. With only a few exceptions, the Islanders did not allow a lot of high-danger chances in this game. We talked, everydayers will know, on yesterday's show about staying out of the penalty box. You know how many penalties the Islanders took in this entire game? Two. One was a questionable call on Scott Mayfield with five seconds left in the first period. Understand why they called it. Wasn't like super controversial because if you looked at it quickly or you looked at it in regular time, it looked like a trip. You look at the replay, they slowed it down. Well, it's a little ticky-tack. Not a smart penalty to take. You shouldn't be taking any penalties with five seconds left in a period and the puck in the offensive zone. But wasn't the end of the world, even when you gave up a goal on that ensuing power play early in the period. And the penalty kill still needs to be cleaned up. But then you don't take another penalty until six and a half minutes roughly are left in the game and you're ahead 6-2. to two. We talked about the Lightning had the number one power play in the league coming into this game. And I said, keep it to three power plays or less and you have a good chance to win the game. They only gave them two. They played smart. They exited the zone well. During the course of this game, or at least especially when the outcome of this game was still in doubt, which means forget the entire third period. During the first 40 minutes of this game, do you remember any really long stretches of play where the puck was stuck in the Islander zone and they just couldn't clear it because they kept turning the puck over? I didn't see that. And again, other teams are going to get pressure. Other teams, especially good teams, and the Lightning have plenty of talent, other teams are going to have moments where the game is, you know, they have the momentum. They're doing better things. But, you know, it wasn't ever sustained against the Islanders. And not only was it never sustained, but it wasn't caused by Islander sloppiness. We did not see guys who were not picked up and just skating into the Islander zone or, or alone, free, 
in the Islander zone in a high-danger scoring area very frequently. We did not see guys alone in front for tips and rebounds or guys extensively screening Ilya Sorokin. No, we did not. We did not see turnover after turnover either in the Islander zone or in the neutral zone. This team, if I had to use one adjective to describe how they played against Tampa Bay, they were organized. Now, whether it's because Patrick Waugh has a better system than Lane Lambert had for this team, or whether it's because they are responding to the coaching change, or they're starting to learn Waugh's system and get more comfortable in it, most likely it's a combination of all of those things. But I have to tell you, that is such a big step forward in this season for this Islanders team. And the bottom line, quite honestly, this is what this team is capable of. They only had 24 shots on goal. Yeah, you got six goals, and yeah, the Lightning, was com- they're coming off a back-to-back. They lost one of their better players to injury for the rest of the regular season. But you know what? When you have a team in that situation, and they're playing their backup goalie, when you have that situation in front of you, how many times earlier this season did we see the Islanders fail to take advantage of that opportunity? They didn't fail. They took full advantage. They were the better team for the entire game, pretty much, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And if I would have told you before the coaching change that the Islanders would have only given up 20 shots, including only 10 in the first 40 minutes, because they were playing so intelligently and efficiently in their own zone, I don't know. Uh, You would have given me pretty good odds on something like that. This was smart hockey. And okay, I'll take it one step further. All six Islanders defensemen in this game, and four of them had points, only Mayfield and Romanov did not. All six Islander defensemen in this game were either a plus one, or a plus two. Pelican Pollock, plus two. Everyone else, plus one. And, interestingly enough, I think part of the system, the defensemen only had three shots on goal total. One by Dobson, one by Pollock, one by Romanov. That was it. This team played smart, they played efficient, and, and this is important, in the third period, when you're up 6-2, to two, they did not go into a shell, even though they weren't generating much offense. They did not get nonchalant, and they did not, at any point, let the Lightning get back into the hockey game. This is what we need to see from this team. You play the way, the if the Islanders play the way they did against the Lightning for the rest of the season, they have a chance to go places. It was great to see. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll talk about 
our hero and goat of the game. We'll talk about the roster move the Islanders made before the game and a whole lot more. Plus, uh, for our Islanders birthday of the day, before, before I forget, uh, and I always enjoy the Islanders birthday of the day, uh, a defenseman who played with the Islanders in the mid to late 80s. That's an era we haven't done a lot of lately, so let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more coming up on today's Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. This game uh, really had me excited. And the reason I think I'm so excited about this game in particular I feel like this game is something they can duplicate. A lot of the time, you looked at the at, at the games that they played when they played well, and yeah, you could say they had a good night. But here, they were smart, and they had a good night because they were smart, and they played well, and they adhered to the system. You want to, and, and again, when you have a 6-2 to two lead, you can afford to roll four lines. It, it, it's, it's, you know, partially due to that. But no Islander forward played more than 20 minutes in this game. Matthew Barzal, 19 and a half minutes. That was the, the, the highest. No Islander forward played less than 10 minutes in this game. Oliver Wallstrom. 10-22, and Wally almost had the first goal. He was in front of the net. They initially said it was Wallstrom's goal. They gave it to Romanov, who took the shot, figured out it didn't hit Wallstrom. It hit the skate of one of the defenders in front, but boy, would it have been nice if it was Wally. But again, Wally was in the right place. Even if the puck didn't hit him, his presence there helped create the goal. We did have a little bit of a scare. Brock Nelson uh, went down, managed to come back, played in the third period. So that was a relief, led the team with six shots on goal. Matt Martin, six hits to lead the team. And block shots, how about Casey Sezikis? 
He tied with Mike Riley and Noah Dobson with three block shots. They all tied for the lead. But Sezikis also gets a goal, wins four out of five faceoffs, and plays 14 and a half minutes. And they activated Sezikis off the LTIR and sent back McLean to the Bridgeport. And I, I was sorry to see that because I, I liked Kyle McLean. I liked the way he played. I think he has a future as an NHL player. But they sent him down. It made sense. Uh, given the circumstances and all four lines had their moments, they all clicked. And that was, again, encouraging. We talked every day or no yesterday about scoring depth. Palmieri has a goal. That's the second line. Third line. Well, Pajot had an assist. That was on the power play. But fourth line, Zizekas has a goal. First line gets you a couple. The defense gets you, you know, their goals. Overall, this was just a great all-around performance. What they need more of, though, they got to they gotta shore up the PK. They still need to shore up the PK. That is the next big thing that this team needs to work on. And the power play, they got the one goal by Ryan Polak. That was a blast from the point. Engvall had the helper. But even on the power plays they didn't score on, they were getting chances. They were moving the puck well, and they were getting Shots, lots of first two power plays. They combined for six shots on goal. Didn't score. Then they score on the next one. But this is the kind of movement of the puck that this team was lacking consistently previously. And we're seeing more of it now. It's encouraging. Hero and goat of the game. Hero of the game, I got to give it to Patrick Waugh because of the way he's implemented this system. If I had to give it to two players, Barzi and Bo, each with one and one, a goal and an assist, I, I would give them. Uh, but but I have to give it to Patrick Waugh. And is there a go to the game? I, I'm going to give it to the penalty kill. I, I think that's the only thing that I could think of because it still needs a little work. But the fact that they stayed out of the box so well you know, kind of limits the damage that the penalty kill can do. So, overall, this was the best effort for 60 minutes that I've seen this team play, and they did it against a quality opponent in a game they kind of had to win. And, look, it is not going to be an easy path to the playoffs for the Islanders. It just isn't. But you can see the confidence growing. You can see this team playing better. I mean, players like Kyle Palmieri has been so much better under Patrick Waugh. Just unbelievably better. I think Mike Riley has been better under Patrick Waugh. And it, it, it is just great to see this team picking it up and finding another gear. And, you know, the next three games 
are all at home. And that, well, technically one of them is being played, you know, outdoors at the Meadowlands. But overall, three home games, don't have to travel. The next road game is 12 days away. And I think this is an opportunity for this team to practice more and prepare and get Patrick Waugh's system to be second nature and just to, to start making a move toward a playoff berth or at least to fight for it. And, you know, I, I am optimistic about the way this team played in this game. All right, we have got more to get to on today's show. Uh, we are going to preview Saturday afternoon's game against the Calgary Flames. Remember, that's a 1 o'clock Eastern time game. It's a matinee, and you can hear every moment of that game on the on SiriusXM. Just go to the SXM app and do a search for Islanders. You'll hear the Islanders' hometown broadcasters as well. And don't forget... We are going to do a special live post-game episode, 4 o'clock Eastern time, uh, or 15 minutes after the game ends, whichever comes first, and it it, it should be 4 o'clock Eastern time. We'll get that started, and that should be uh, great, so we'll have a live chat, I'll do a, a bonus episode, and we'll go from there, so make sure you join us on YouTube for that. Uh, so, we're going to preview that game. Plus, we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with quality candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of Locked On Islanders, you'll get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is also brought to you by Robinhood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you could still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from, a, from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal uh, info. Claim as of quarter number one, 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. 
Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer. Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Saturday, 1 o'clock Eastern Time, Islanders and Flames going at it. And uh, this one should be fun. Flames, we're catching them at a pretty bad time. They have won their last three games, including beating the New Jersey Devils last night in New Jersey. 5-3, to three, they have just beaten the Bruins and the Devils back-to-back on the road. So they're playing some better hockey as of late. Still 24-22-5 on the season, kind of trying to fight and get back into the playoff hunt in the Western Conference. Right now, they rank 15th in the league in goals for and 15th in the league in goals against. If ever there was a middle-of-the-road team, that's it. The power play 26th in the league, only a 14.7% success rate. But the PK, very strong. They're third in the league with an 84.1% success rate at killing power plays. Keep in mind, those statistics are all before uh, last night's game against the Devils. Uh, in that game, which they won 5-3, to three, uh, Jacob Markstrom was the goalie. We'll see whether or not they go with him or Dan Vladar. Uh, on Saturday afternoon, keeping in mind that there is a Monday night game at Madison Square Garden for Calgary. So no back-to-backs, but every other game on this road trip, every other day, rather, three in a row. Their leading scorer right now, Nazem Kadri, with 42 points. 16 of those are goals. And uh, obviously, Islander fans very familiar with Kadri. You've got Igor Sarangovich and Blake Coleman, uh, who have 20 goals each. But, of course, uh, right now, you know, no more Blake Coleman on the roster. Uh, Excuse me, sorry, getting confused here. Uh, Blake Coleman on the third line, but has 20 goals, which is quite impressive for a depth player. And... If you look at the numbers uh, right there, Blake Coleman getting it done as a depth scorer, 20 goals, 20 assists. We look at the line combinations that they had last night against New Jersey. Uh, Igor Sarangovich centers Jonathan Huberdeau and Andre Kuzmenko, the newest player added there uh, on the top line. Kadri, Connor Zary, and Martin uh, Prospisil are the second line. You have Mikhail Backlund, Andrew Mangiapane, and Blake Coleman as the third line. And then from left to right on the fourth line, uh, Jacob Pelletier, Kevin Rooney, and Walker Dewar. On the defense, Chris Tanev and Noah Hannafin, a very good top pair. And Hannafin, as we've heard, 
Well, both of them may be available at the trade deadline, depending on whether the Flames are buyers or sellers. Mackenzie Weger and Rasmus Anderson, the middle pair, and then Oliver Killington and Braden Paschal are the third pair. The goalies, Markstrom and Vladar. Dylan Dubé is out. A.J. Greer on IR. So that is that game. And again, we'll have our special post-game edition, uh, a special episode around 4 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. Talking about the Flames, uh, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And, uh, well, Saturday will be the 63rd birthday of former Islanders defenseman Steve Conroy. Why do I say speaking of the Flames? The Flames drafted him in the second round back in 1980. He made his NHL debut with them. 6'1", 195 pounds, pretty big for the 80s. And uh, he was more or less uh, a stay-at-home kind of defenseman. Joined the Islanders late in the 85-86 season and stayed with the team until the 88-89 season when he was traded to the Blackhawks, later played for the Hartford Whalers and the Detroit Red Wings before briefly finishing his career with one game with the Flames in 94-95. Conroy played in 895 career NHL games, 41 goals, 236 points, 863 penalty minutes, add 10 goals, 25 points, and 99 penalty minutes in 97 playoff games. And I, I, I got to tell you, uh, Steve Conroy, just a, a solid all-around defenseman. Not, not going to get you a lot of points. We go back and look at one of his better games with the Isles. December 11th, 1986, at the old Brendan Byrne Arena in the Meadowlands. Islanders visiting the Devils. Kelly Rudy, the goalie for the Isles. Alan Chevrier in between the pipes for the Devils. And in this game, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Steve Conroy, a goal, an assist, a plus three in this game. And he had a goal on his only shot on goal. He even had two penalty minutes. Islanders win it eight to four in this one. He set up a goal by Brian Trottier in the first period that gave the Islanders a 2-1 to lead, and then he scored his goal in the second period. That was uh, a second goal in just 22 seconds after Miko Makala scored. Pat Flatley and Miko Makala assisting on the goal by Steve Conroy. So, Steve Conroy, who turns 63 on Saturday, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Everydayers, we will be back Saturday with our special bonus episode. And then, of course, we'll be back Monday with our regularly scheduled episode. So make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.